Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 104. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. We're here each and every week to help out the Mac switcher. That's right. Those of you who have been using a PC all of your life and you just got this Macintosh computer, the first week was like, wow, this is really cool. But now you're like, ah, help. I got a Mac. (laughs) I think that's what the show is about. Uh, That's what we try to make it about. A lot of times it ends up being Mac news and us uh, jabbering about our favorite iPhone apps. That's pretty much uh, a good but rough. Really, summary. if people have questions, we're more than happy to answer them. Uh, yeah, that's that's the important thing. I just want to say here up front. Um, it, it, one one of the things with the majority of the shows that we produce here at GSPN.TV, if you don't like the content, understand that most all of the content that we do here is driven by our audience. Uh, or at least that's the desire anyway. So if you have mm-hmm. questions, if you have comments, if you have other stories, the best thing you can do is just give us a call at area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Of course, if you have the ability to record an audio piece of feedback in any other method, you can email it as an attachment to feedback at gspn.tv. Uh, so we would love for you to uh, kind of give us some stuff that you want to hear us talk about. Otherwise, we're just going to continue to talk about what's on our minds. And so, you know what's on my mind today? What is Ice on cream. your mind? No, I'm joking. Ice cream. That's right. I'm, I'm actually uh, downtown today at my new office. Your new office, a, a new place of, I guess, would we say employment? Uh, More or less, yeah. More or less. Very cool. You want to tell people where that is and... What you're yeah, doing? sure. Just uh, just go to helloample.com and uh, check it out. Yeah, I'm doing like project management, a lot of screencast work and uh, voiceovers and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty awesome. That is very cool. I'm excited for you. I know that uh, you have been really working hard on the on the screencasting things, and that's just led to some really good stuff for you. So I'm excited. Yeah. And you just got back from Tennessee. That's cool. I did. I got back from a. a, a basically an amazing trip and uh, it's something that will be talked about probably in a pursuing a balanced life uh, coming up here very soon so, so stick around for that yeah stick around matter of fact for if anybody's interested in hearing about that let me just find out real quick what that episode number will be so you can know to look for it it will be as soon as my computer decides to uh, catch up with me oh my goodness there we go. It'll be episode number 450 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. All right. So, Chris, what's going on in the world of Apple? You know, everybody's talking about uh, the 26th or the 27th of this month uh, because it's rumored when Apple's supposed to have a big announcement um, regarding possibly the tablet. And so far, everybody's been speculating on this tablet and what it's going to have. It's going to be called like iPhone on steroids and an ARM processor and super fast and everything. But Apple still hasn't came out as of right now. As of Thursday, January 14th, Apple has not come out and said anything about an event on the 26th or 27th. So um, there's, a, there's a slight chance that this might not even happen. 
um, which really? would kind of have egg on everybody's face. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if we're gonna get an announcement, we'll probably get it today or tomorrow, um, maybe by next Tuesday at the latest. But if we don't hear anything in the next four or five days, then we might as well call it because you know everybody needs about a week or so to prepare for trips and stuff like that to come out. Yeah, especially for coming from the East Coast. So I don't know. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's true, and you know we're hearing bits and pieces about this thing that it could possibly be Steve's last project. Um, also, that uh, in 2005, Apple acquired a company called FingerWorks, and uh, they specialized in gesture-based computing, and um, that they're going to have their their hands all over it. They they were really instrumental in the iPhone and how it works. And uh, FingerWorks's website was up. Re, up, up until this week and it's been taken down so there's speculation if that has anything to do with the new tablet or whatever so it's pretty exciting we're also hearing rumors that uh, possibly uh, an iPhone could be announced uh, at this event as well and possibly uh, uh, iPhone OS 4.0 that would be cool I would I would totally go for that of course one of the things that I don't like about I, iPhone well, well, we're, we just jumped right into the iPhone stuff, but because uh, I, I want to go back to the to rumor. Remind me to come back to the iPhone and the 4.0. Oh, we will. Yeah. So here, here's what I want to say about the uh, the tablet rumor in this event. Uh, number one, I mean, is there, in our mind, is there any doubt that a tablet's coming at all? I, I mean, don't think there's any doubt. I, I I think right now it's like 90% coming out. You yeah. know, there, there's still that possibility that it's not, and this has all been a you know, a bunch of rumors, but there's just too many, too many bits and pieces coming out from too many places. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to keep the suppliers quiet who supply the screens and all the guts and stuff. And they're starting to say stuff. So, yeah, well, for me, for me, there, in my mind, there, it's a hundred percent coming out for me. There's just no, absolutely zero doubt in my mind that one's coming out now, whether or not it'll come out and be announced on the 26th, eh, I have no idea whether or not it'll come out, you know, this year, I, I don't know. But within the next two to three years, will there be an Apple tablet? In my mind, there is zero doubt. Yeah. I I, I still don't think it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be $8.99. That's the sweet spot, I think, that Apple's going to gonna charge for that thing. Right. Now, where where did the date, the 26th or the 27th for the for an event, I mean, where did this come from? I, I thought that was, when we had shared it before in, a, in a, an episode, I thought... Well, or maybe we didn't share it, but Eric Fisher maybe brought it up last week. Um, I thought for it's, sure it was just a done deal. No, uh, well, uh, the, I thought the place where, like inv- invitations went out or whatever. No, no, the, the, not at all. The place where they're holding it at, and I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's the same place that they, where they do the iPod invitation um, notifications. It's like the Buena Vista Center or something like that. All right. Um, Apparently, sources from there said that Apple booked a couple days, you know, like three days there, you know, because they're going to need a couple days to get ready, you know, putting up, you know, their Apple sets or whatever they do. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the word is that they have space. They blocked out time there. So maybe they're just having like, a, you know, beginning of the year employee get together. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I it, I mean... Yeah, I guess we're getting on the wire here for how soon or how late they can go with without um, officially announcing it. So anyway, I, I think, of course, this I mean, if, if they are having an event, I have no doubt that this is all strategic. And I think that they are, I mean, the more that they can put this thing off, I mean, even if they waited like, you know, 
five days before the event, before mm-hmm. officially sending out some invitations. It's like, listen, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you want to come, you'll come. You'll find a way to get here. But uh, we're doing this thing. But I, I, yeah. I, well, I think- when, you, when you start hearing rumors and stuff um, and things being said from, from, you know, papers like the Wall Street Journal and, uh, and New York Times and stuff like that, that's pretty credible. And it, there's people who think that, you know, Apple purposefully leaks information to the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're saying the tablet's coming, so... Yeah. Well, I'm saying I'm just saying that I, I think that, you know, not announcing an event sounds to me like a marketing ploy to keep the rumor mills going, because I think if anything, that's the one thing that that Apple understands is a huge, massive asset asset to them is the rumors. And so if they can do anything to perpetuate the rumors, they're good for it. Oh, yeah, exactly. All right. So back to this iPhone 4.0. Um, I'll, here's, here's what I, I am excited about new software releases on, on these phones. Um, you know what? Uh, I, I, I have a theory about this new, this new software. Go ahead. Can I share it with you? Yeah. I think this will be the, f- the, the first one. Uh, and my, my friend Brian and I talked about this, that this will be, uh, 4.0 will be the first software release that doesn't include updates for the first iPhone. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Thinking. Yeah. yeah, we're thinking we're thinking they're going to draw the line and say you know three G and up on this one. So, and and let's I think it'd be kind of fun to say what you know maybe our top three things we'd like to see in in four if you want to go first. Sure. Well, before before I share my first one that uh, I'd share, I, I'd like to say that I'm not excited as a three G owner to have a four software. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna buy new hardware if it comes out with, with new with a new version of the iPhone. Yeah, because because here here's my situation is you know when we went when we jumped to 2.0, um, there was a major slowdown in the functionality functionality that the phone already had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the hardware just couldn't keep up with it as fast. You know when there was 3.0 when the 3GS came out, I saw a drastic. You know I had a, I had a 3G. You know, and all of a sudden it's like, boom, my phone is now sticky and it takes a couple seconds for an app to load. Even if I refresh, you know, restart the phone and do the memory dump, it's it's just really sluggish. And I sit there and I hold Stephanie's phone. She's got a 3GS and boom, it's zippy, hip hop. You know, it's, it's just ready to pop and go. Right, right. Yeah. And so as a 3G owner, I'm not as excited about 3.0 as as what 3.0 has to offer. And then all of a sudden... 4.0? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying about the existing 3.0. Oh, okay. okay. I, 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 in a way, I almost wish I could go back. I mean, copy and paste is great, but man, is it is it is it great compared to the slowdown of my phone with all the other stuff they put in because of that? No, I don't think copy and paste slowed it down, but some other stuff they've put in there certainly did. They, they made this... This operating system was made to be optimized on the hardware of a 3GS. So yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think the best experience is on the 3GS. And the rumors I'm hearing um, for the new phone, uh, you know, it's going to have things like a dual core processor, uh, an OLED screen, mm-hmm. uh, removable battery, but that seems highly unlikely. Yeah, I um, doubt that. RFID swipe support. Uh, so yeah, this could be. Uh, I, I think. Well, we've talked about this before, you know, the 3G was a definite upgrade from the iPhone original. 3GS was a little bit of a tweak, you know, it has a couple new things, but I think we're going to really see 
the proper upgrade to the iPhone coming up. Yeah, but I, what and 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 this is the final point that I'll make is those of you who have a 3GS, I wouldn't get so excited about a 4.0 software update because if they come out with new hardware that is faster, your 3GS, I believe, is not going to be able to have that same uh, response time as the new phone. And as a 3G owner, I mean, you might as well, I, in my opinion, I'm just assuming that I might as well just give up the game on on being able to use that. So, okay, let's get to the uh, let's get to the uh, things that we would like. Alrighty. So the first thing for me that I would like to see is the ability to do multiple applications at the same time. I want to be able to leave some stuff running. Yeah, at least like, you know, an additional one or two programs decided by you. Yeah, it, it, yeah, a minimum of one or two. I, I'd like to have Pandora, Pandora Radio running, instant messaging running, and then, um, you know, and, and then just being able to browse and do whatever you do on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of that way with Slacker Radio. I love Slacker Radio. So that, So that's mine. What is yours? Um, that would be it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the one I, I apps running in the background. I, I agree with that. Uh, definitely. Um, the next one for me would probably be, uh, do something with the lock screen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be nice. Matter of fact, one of the things I, I actually have, you know, you know, we call it the lock screen, but I actually have mine locked. I, I pass, <clears throat> excuse me. I pin protect mine. But you know what I mean? I, I want to be able to turn the power button on and see, you know, when my appointments are coming up, Sure. Uh, what, what voicemails I have left and things like that. Yeah. And have that configurable of, of what you decide to put on there and what you don't. I, the, you know, the only concern I have is Apple. Let's just say they decide to do that. I would not like it if all of a sudden they absolutely put your stock ticker up there. I'm like, I want to be able oh, to. No, I, no, want, no. I want to. I want to be able to check and uncheck the things that do show up there. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I think it would be you know, missed calls, upcoming appo- upcoming upcoming appointments for me would be huge. Yeah. How many voicemails you have in your your voicemail inbox? Exactly. I think there's just a lot of uh, wasted space there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, anything? I mean, I have heard rumors about iChat with video. Are, are you excited about that? I'm not. It's not a big deal. It, it, it's a fun novelty to show people, but yeah, I don't. Know. I, I, ne- I never use video chat really anytime anyway, uh, unless I have a meeting or something and we talk via Skype. Yeah, that I I, I don't know a, a front facing camera with with that. I, I just don't I just don't see myself getting excited over it. I like to see a higher a higher res camera, five megapixel, maybe eight megapixel. That'd be sweet. I would love to see an yeah. I would definitely love to see. Actually, I'd like to see a, about an eight megapixel camera with a, a rock and flash. I don't care if it takes down the battery if you if you charge the thing up and use it a couple times. But guess what? I don't think I'll hardly ever use it. But when I do use it, it'll be worth the 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 battery life that it'll take. What about a, what about like HD video recording, like seven twenty p? No, no, not at all. So I think that'd be sweet. Yeah, it, it would be sweet, but I, I don't need that in my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I don't need that in my iPhone. I mean, it, would it be a bonus on top of it? But yeah, yeah, I just don't think the I don't think the hardware's there yet. Yeah, you know, I, I'd I'd like to see that maybe in five or something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we'll see the new you know new hardware. You can put the seven twenty p in a flat in a flip camera. So 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've got it in my Kodak ZI8, but my Kodak ZI8 is got 720p, but it's bigger than my iPhone. Yeah. So, oh, I I'll tell you what I I'd like and I'll never get. Uh, and and I will forever say this: I would love to have myself a nice SD card slot. Yeah, it never happened. Well, I, I know. <laughs> Though we never thought an SD card slot would happen on the uh, laptops either. And sure enough, there's one on the side of yeah, mine. Yeah, what was up with that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would I would love to have the ability to just slide in a 32 gig uh, little SD card there. And that, yeah. would, that would be a sweet deal. Yeah, it's cool to have an SD slot on, on this because I can load things up to it. And uh, you can even load an operating system and boot off of it if you want and put like a bunch of diagnostic tools and stuff on it. Yeah. So that's a good little tip. You yeah. know, if you have a if you have a 16 gig SD card laying around, you can install uh, OS 10 to it. Gotcha. So anyway, um, anything else going on? No. Do we have any feedback or anything? We it's do. Pretty, it's pretty quiet while we're waiting for Apple to to, to announce something. Well, I'll tell you what. On January 8th, uh, Simon Jackson uh, wrote in and he says, with regards to your article at the end of episode 102. Repair of the top shelf of the white MacBook. I was in my mm-hmm. local Apple reseller, not Apple store, looking at all things Apple. When I was asked, uh, let's see here. When I asked on leaving about, let's see. When I asked on leaving about a crack on the left wrist of my MacBook, he told me to bring it in and it would be repaired free of charge uh, as the lo- laptop was under three years old. Mine was only two years old. Uh, I took it in and it was replaced. The only difference, uh, basically, that your caller had to mine is that it took 24 hours to actually get it back. Uh, but he's not moaning. He says, you know, he's got a brand new looking MacBook free of charge. So, so basically, yet yet again, another person who says, you know, hey, Apple made good on this uh, on this top shelf, the keyboard area. And that's the thing. If you've got an, an Apple authorized repair center in town, not not the Apple Store, but like another one, mm-hmm. sometimes they can do a little bit more. Really? So it never hurts to ask. Yeah, we've got two in, in Cincinnati. We've got one called Computer DNA, and then we've got one called Elon Technologies. And uh, it never hurts to ask them uh, because because they, they, they kind of know what they can get by with and what they can with, where Apple has to go strictly by the book. Right. Very cool. And uh, by the way, my trackpad just seems a little wonky to me. Sometimes I'll hold my finger down, and I'll, I'll go to push the button, and I, I see like a little stutter on the screen. It's like, the the pointer just goes like whoop whoop whoop. It's like hmm. wait a second here, what was that? So I don't know. I, I'm gonna see if if it kind of continues to do it as I do some editing in ScreenFlow, and if it does, I might take it back and say, hey, what's yeah, up I'm gonna be this? I'm gonna be sitting in ScreenFlow all day today. Very cool. All right, so uh, we do have one last bit of feedback, and this comes in from Wayne Henderson, and I have not yet converted it over from the Voice Memo app, so it's going to take just a second for quick time to load on my computer. Actually, it didn't take too long at all, so I'm just waiting for me to be able to hit the play button because my computer, I I still use a PC to produce this show, my friends, uh, for all the audio. I use a Mac. I know you do. <laughs> Help! I got a bag. I run pure. Though I did buy my first Windows PC in ten years the other day. Really? What kind did you buy? While I'm waiting for this to load, I bought an Acer Aspire Revo. It's a little uh, net top. It uses an Atom-based processor, and uh, it's got the NVIDIA Ion chipset in it, which lets me run 1080p video out of its built-in HDMI port. 
so I've actually turned it into a media center running Boxy, and it is phenomenal. I can watch uh, you know, Hulu, uh, Netflix. Uh, I can do everything I've ever wanted to do. You know, you know me. I've, I've been trying to find the ultimate media player for my house. You know, I've had the Apple TV. I've had Xbox, you know, hacked to be an Xbox Media Center. I've finally reached the uh, the, the the perfect world, and that's that's putting a, a small, cheap PC in. And I got it for two hundred bucks. Um, I ended up getting Windows Seven, and I bought another two gigs of RAM for it. And um, it's awesome. It does everything I wanted to do. I control it all through my iPhone using something called Hippo Remote. It, it's fantastic. That is and Windows, awesome. Windows Seven runs amazing on it. It's small. Uh, it's fast. Um, it stays out of your way. It's beautiful. And uh, I'm really, really pleased with it. That is very cool. I, I Yeah. And how much did you pay for it? Uh, $199. Wow. $199. That is awesome. I mean, I mean, at this, at that cost, why would anybody go and buy like a, a set top, you know, entertainment based HTPC kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, right. uh, yeah, you can get it at Best Buy. It's made by Acer. That is amazing. All right, so here, here's Wayne's feedback, and uh, let's see what Wayne has to say. Hi, Cliff and Chris. Welcome back. This is Wayne Henderson from the Tuning In with Wayne Henderson podcast at MediaVoiceOvers.com. Calling for help, I got a Mac. Listening to the most recent episode, the one with Eric Fisher, uh, subbing for uh, Chris, and the portion where you're talking about the the Google Nexus One versus you know the iPhone and possibly being an iPhone killer. I mean, there is a good chance of that. You never know. And you guys have done a lot more in-depth uh, research on both of these phones, so I definitely defer to you. But I wanted to bring up a few talking points uh, because, I mean, you're talking about how slick it is, the Nexus One, it's going to flash, and, and this and that and the other. And we could, you know, for music, still use our iPod Touch or Nano or, or whatever. The main reason I love my iPhone, in addition to all of its other great features, but I want one device. I am not going to carry around two devices ever again. So I'm more than happy with my iPhone, even though I would like to have Flash. At the same time, I love how it, because I do play music and podcasts and everything on this, in addition to using it for my phone, all my apps. I love how the iPhone syncs seamlessly with iTunes. I don't want to have to deal with trying to learn a whole new way of uh, backing up or syncing this Nexus One, as well as um, I've heard anyway that the you know not only will the app approval process for the the Google phone be more streamlined, but that there might not even be restrictions hardly at all, which makes me worry that you know if they're going to just let the floodgates open, that all sorts of malware and phishing apps and all sorts of things that are going to steal people's identity and passwords and financial information. If people can just design an app and throw it on there, I mean, they've got to have some sort of control, I would think. But um, even though Apple's app approval process is overbearing, and I certainly wish that they would approve the revised gspn.tv plus member app so I could download those podcasts via Edge and 3G, but with that aside, at least I feel pretty confident using the apps that are approved by Apple, or at least most of them. Like we talked about in the past, I don't give out my Twitter ID willy-nilly. You know, we've got Tweety and Hootsuite and, and some of the things like that. But otherwise, I think I'm kind of rambling on, so I'm going to let you get back to your podcast. But I'm just saying, I just want my one fabulous device 
And, oh, and one other thing. I've shelled out a pretty good chunk of money on a bunch of apps on the iPhone, and it's not going to be for nothing. I'm not going to go switch to the Android and then buy a whole bunch of more apps. <sighs> I don't know. It it very well may be uh, very, very successful. I'm, I'm sure it's got to be better than the pre and some of those other things. But me, I'm going to stick with my iPhone. And like you said, best case scenario would be that this Nexus one is a wake-up call for Apple and that it'll force them to give us the tethering that's been promised and the Google Voice and the Flash. And trust me, guys, I'm all for that. All righty. Thank you, Wayne, for that. He, he brings he brings on some good points. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, I've played with the Nexus one. It's a beautiful phone, beautiful hardware. Uh, you know, we may bring one in here uh, to, for testing and stuff. But, uh, yeah, the... It just came out that on the Android App Store, there was an actual piece of phishing software that was on the Android Store for download. Yeah. So we're already seeing problems with Android, uh, Android's openness uh, with that kind of stuff coming out. Well, a couple of things. And, of course, Wayne did email me afterwards, and he says, Cliff, you know what? I should have listened to the entire episode before calling because you guys mentioned several of these things. But, uh, you know, for those who didn't listen to last week's episode, a couple of things here. Um, the, what was the last one he said? The last one was, oh, yeah, about the, uh, you know, the approval process. I believe that I think that the community, you know, with all the uh, top sites, rating, rating sites and stuff like that, um, I wouldn't, you know, in an open environment, I'm only going to buy stuff that, you know, the entire masses of people are raving about. You know, people yeah. who, you know, let's let's get on board and take the, check this out. Also, I don't have a problem with the Google Android store having an approval process i mean a matter of fact they could be in my mind they could be just as strict or even more strict than apple mm -hmm. as long as i still have the functionality and the ability to buy an app from somebody else directly and install it on my phone yeah with knowing that that you're doing that under your own risk exactly yeah so i i would i would not mind an app approval process on the android store at all real quick we are we i am reading things about uh since the new year that apps are for the iphone and updates and stuff are getting approved in like two days now so it seems like they, they've really kind of stepped up uh and, and some devs are, are hearing uh that they're getting emails saying that they're they've improved the um you know the approval process so <laughs> it's about time they heard the 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 roar of everybody exactly so yeah um you know. We'll see. We'll see next week. Hopefully, um, next week's show we'll have some some new info to report on uh, the Apple event that may or may not happen. Very good, man. Well, Chris, thank you again as always for this. Uh, we want to encourage people to uh, you know steer the direction of our show for next week. What do you want to hear? What do you want to talk about? And of course, don't forget the original purpose of this show is to help you who has a Mac. If you're brand new to the Mac platform, you have questions, you know, you hear us talk about all this stuff. If you if you think for a second that we're all high tech and super advanced here, this is not what this show's all about. So if you want to know how in the world can I get a right click by just tapping on my thing without trying to do all kinds of control click on your mouse, I mean it it, it all kinds of questions. Just send them in as basic as you want to get and we will cover them here. The phone number again, 859-795-4067. That's 859-795-4067. And, of course, you can always send in an audio file. Just attach it in an email to feedback at gspn.tv. Chris, thanks a lot, man. All right, brother. We'll be back next time. Until next time, everybody, join the community. Join the community.